You're listening to the Bible Chunks Read-Through Podcast in association with the Limadim Bible Reading Plan in Charles River Church. For more information on Limadim, visit lmd.church. Or for more information on Charles River Church, visit charlesriverchurch.com. We read the whole story to make whole disciples of Jesus. Welcome to the Bible Chunks Read-Through Podcast, where we read through the Bible in the chunks, or sections based on themes, that it was designed to be read in, so we can get a better handle on the story of God. My name's Kevin. That's enough about me. Let's dive into the Word. Today we'll be reading Isaiah 56.1 through 59.13. 60 verses today. Thus says the Lord, Keep justice and do righteousness, for soon my salvation will come and my righteousness be revealed. Blessed is the man who does this, and the son of man who holds it fast, who keeps the Sabbath not profaning it, and keeps his hand from doing any evil. Let not the foreigner who has joined himself to the Lord say, The Lord will surely separate me from his people. And let not the eunuch say, Behold, I'm a dry tree. For thus says the Lord, To the eunuchs who keep my Sabbaths, who choose the things that please me and hold fast my covenant, I'll give in my house and within my walls a monument and a name better than sons and daughters. I'll give them an everlasting name that shall not be cut off. And the foreigners who join themselves to the Lord to minister to him, to love the name of the Lord and to be his servants, everyone who keeps the Sabbath and does not profane it and holds fast my covenant, these I will bring to my holy mountain and make them joyful in my house of prayer. Their burnt offerings and their sacrifices will be accepted on my altar. For my house shall be called a house of prayer for all peoples. The Lord God who gathers the outcasts of Israel declares, I will gather yet others to him, besides those already gathered. All you beasts of the field, come to devour. All you beasts in the forest. His watchmen are blind. They're all without knowledge. They're all silent dogs. They cannot bark, dreaming, lying down, loving to slumber. The dogs have a mighty appetite. They never have enough, but they are shepherds who have no understanding. They've all turned to their own way, each to his own gain, one and all. Come, they say, let me get wine. Let us fill ourselves with strong drink, and tomorrow will be like this day, great beyond measure. The righteous man perishes, and no one lays it to heart. Devout men are taken away, while no one understands. For the righteous man is taken away from calamity. He enters into peace. They rest in their beds who walk in their uprightness. But you draw near sons of sorcerers, offspring of the adulterer and the loose woman. Whom are you mocking? Against whom do you open your mouth wide and stick out your tongue? Are you not children of transgression, the offspring of deceit? You who burn with lust among the oaks under every green tree, who slaughter your children in the valleys under the clefts of the rocks, Among the smooth stones of the valley is your portion. They, they are your lot. To them you have poured out a drink offering. You have brought a grain offering. Shall I relent for these things? On a high and lofty mountain you have set your bed. And there you went up to offer sacrifice. Behind the door and the doorpost you have set up your memorial. For deserting me you have uncovered your bed. You have gone up to it. You have made it wide. 
and you have made a covenant for yourself with them. You've loved their bed. You've looked on nakedness. You journeyed to the king with oil and multiplied your perfumes, and you sent your envoys far off, and he sent down even to Sheol. You were wearied with the length of your way, but you did not say it is hopeless. You found new life for your strength, and so you were not faint. Whom did you dread and fear so that you lied, and did not remember me, did not lay it to heart? Have I not held my peace even for a long time, and you do not fear me? I will declare your righteousness and your deeds, but they will not profit you. When you cry out, let your collection of idols deliver you. The wind will carry them all off. A breath will take them away. But he who takes refuge in me shall possess the land and shall inherit my holy mountain. And it shall be said, Build up, build up, prepare the way, remove every obstruction from my people's way. For thus says the one who is high and lifted up, who inhabits eternity, whose name is holy. I dwell in the high and holy place, and also with him who is of a contrite and lowly spirit, to revive the spirit of the lowly, and to revive the heart of the contrite. For I will not contend forever, nor will I always be angry. For the spirit would grow faint before me in the breath of life that I made. Because of the iniquity of his unjust gain, I was angry. I struck him. I hid my face and was angry. But he went on backsliding in the way of his own heart. I've seen his ways, but I will heal him. I will lead him and restore comfort to him and his mourners, creating the fruit of the lips. Peace, peace to the far and to the near, says the Lord, and I will heal him. But the wicked are like the tossing sea, for it cannot be quiet, and its waters toss up mire and dirt. There is no peace, says my God, for the wicked. Cry aloud, do not hold back. Lift up your voice like a trumpet. Declare to my people their transgression, to the house of Jacob their sins. Yet they seek me daily, and delight to know my ways, as if they were a nation that did righteousness, and did not forsake the judgment of their God. They ask me, they ask of me righteous judgments. They delight to draw near to God. Why have we fasted, and you see it not? Why have we humbled ourselves, and you take no knowledge of it? Behold, in the day of your fast you seek your own pleasure, and oppress all your workers. Behold, you only fast only to quarrel, and to fight, and to hit with a wicked fist. Fasting like yours this day will not make your voice be heard on high. Is such the fast that I choose? A day for a person to humble himself. Is it to bow down his head like a reed and to spread sackcloth and ashes under him? Will you call this a fast and a day acceptable to the Lord? Is not this the fast that I choose? To loose the bonds of wickedness, to undo the straps of the yoke, to let the oppressed go free and to break every yoke. Is it not to share your bread with the hungry and bring the homeless poor into your house? When you see the naked, cover him and do not hide yourself from your own flesh. Then shall your light break forth like the dawn, and your healing shall spring up speedily. Your righteousness shall go before you. The glory of the Lord shall be your rear guard. Then you shall call, and the Lord will answer. You shall cry, and he will say, Here I am. If you take away the yoke from your midst, the pointing of the finger, and speaking wickedness, if you pour yourself out for the hungry and satisfy the desire of the afflicted, then shall your light rise in the darkness, and your gloom be as noonday. And the Lord will guide you continually, and satisfy your desire in scorched places, and make your bones strong. 
and you shall be like a watered garden, like a spring of water, whose waters do not fail. And your ancient ruins shall be rebuilt, and you shall raise up the foundations of many generations. It shall be called the repairer of the breach, the restorer of the streets to dwell in. If you turn back your foot from the Sabbath, from doing your pleasure on my holy day, and call the Sabbath a delight, and the holy day of the Lord honorable, if you honor it, not going your own ways, or seeking your own pleasure, or talking idly, then you shall take delight in the Lord, and I'll make you ride on the heights of the earth. I'll feed you with the heritage of Jacob your father, for the mouth of the Lord has spoken. Behold, the Lord's hand is not shortened that it cannot save, or his ear dull that he cannot hear, but your iniquities have made a separation between you and your God, and your sins have hidden his face from you, so that he does not hear. For your hands are defiled with blood, and your fingers with iniquity. Your lips have spoken lies. Your tongue mutters wickedness. No one enters suit justly. No one goes to law honestly. They reply. They rely on empty pleas. They speak lies. They conceive mischief and give birth to iniquity. They hatch adder's eggs. They weave the spider's web. He who eats their eggs dies. And from the one that is crushed, a viper is hatched. Their webs will not serve as clothing. Men will not cover themselves with what they make. Their works are works of iniquity, and deeds of violence are in their hands. Their feet run to do evil, and they are swift to shed innocent blood. Their thoughts are thoughts of iniquity. Desolation and destruction are on their highways. The way of peace they do not know, and there is no justice in their paths. They have made their roads crooked. No one who treads on them knows peace. Therefore justice is far from us, and righteousness does not overtake us. We hope for light, and behold, darkness, and for brightness, but we walk in gloom. We, walk, we grope for the wall like the blind. We grope like those who have no eyes. We stumble at noon as in the twilight. Among those in full vigor we are like dead men. We, are, we all growl like bears. We moan and moan like doves. We hope for justice, but there is none. For salvation, but it's far from us. For our transgressions are multiplied before you, and our sins testify against us. For our transgressions are with us, and we know our iniquities, transgressing and denying the Lord and turning back from following our God, speaking oppression and revolt, conceiving and uttering from the heart lying words. confronts the scribes and Pharisees and he has this list of seven woes. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees. And, and he lists off all of the things that they are doing and, the, and their hearts in doing them and, and why they're wrong for what they're doing. All the, these religious leaders who are supposed to be representing God to the nation of Israel. And here in the latter half of this section of Isaiah, we, we see something similar where God is confronting the leaders of Israel and and he confronts them uh, to remind them that even in their religious activities, even in their fasting, that is not done for the Lord's sake. Their fasting is done for their own pleasure, which is a weird kind of sick way to understand it, but it is something that if I 
look not even too deeply in my own soul. I can see that in myself. I don't know if you can see it in yourself as well, but self-justification, making yourself feel good about your religious activity. And even in a fast where your, your belly is grumbling and you're hungry, that sense of pride that can come from the fact that you are doing something religious can, I mean, the Lord is, is naming it and he's saying that brings death. That is disaster. I hate that. He says, what is fasting? You, you do this and, and you don't do it for me. You, you do it for yourselves. The fasting that I would prefer is that you would work justice for the oppressed. The fasting that I would prefer is that you would that you would let the captives go free. Things that lead to life, things that lead to, to this shalom that, that we know that God is, things that kind of point us back to the Garden of Eden. God gave us this garden and it was full of fruit trees and, and beautiful things that he would provide so faithfully for us. And and there was no need to fast. There was no need for any of it because the Lord dwelt in the garden with Adam and Eve. And he, he said, be fruitful, multiply, enjoy the fruit here and enjoy the garden. Let me provide for you. And so there's a way where we can do religious activities and make ourselves dour and, 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 and disliking the things of the world, which is actually anti-God because he's the God who made the world. Now, fasting is an important aspect of the Christian walk, but the motivation behind fasting is even more, more important than the action of fasting because you can have two people who do the exact same thing. They don't eat food for three days. One of them is acceptable to the Lord. One of them is not because one of them's heart is set on the Lord and one of them's heart is set on self-justification. Now, that's just one little example of what we see, but we also see God uh, welcoming in foreigners in this section saying, don't think that just because you're a foreigner that I'm going to cast you off. I'm not going to cast you off. Don't let anybody tell you anything otherwise. I won't cast you off. And he, he, he then kind of continues to confront them saying that uh, there is evil and there is oppression going on in my, in, in within my people. And he said, we kind of see towards the end that the people are, are starting to, to even recognize uh, that they're turning away from the Lord, whether this is just kind of Isaiah speaking on their behalf, where it's like the, the Lord is now justified, but um, we hope for justice, but there is none for salvation, but it's far from us, for our transgressions are multiplied before you and our sins testify against us. This is probably Isaiah confessing on behalf of the people, but... Either way, the Lord is justified in what he's saying because he is right, because he is the Lord. And he even says these things in love to make the people aware so that they can turn back. When he says, turn back to me, this is not some sort of like clever way where he's saying, turn back to me, but I, I, but you won't. Like he knows that they won't, but his heart is in that moment so broken. Turn back to me, come back to me, please come back to me, repent and find life. And so as we wrap up today, I would ask you to consider what does this section of scripture tell us about who our God is? Who is this God? What is he like? And then what does this section of scripture tell us about who we are as people? Who are you individually? And, and what, what can we celebrate there? What, do, what needs to change? What needs to be repented of? What, how do you 
uh, interact with the Lord and, and, and other people. And finally, uh, what was it that the Holy Spirit was stirring up while we were reading? You take those thoughts, turn them into prayers, and we'll be right here again tomorrow. Until then, God bless.